Hey folks, welcome into the Irish Tutors podcast. Um, just on the other side of week eight of the season, unfortunately, uh, not the best week for our Pittsburgh Steelers, falling twenty to ten at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags moved to six and two in the season. Steelers falling to four and three. And I guess first of all, just welcome in Dave. We've no Jimmy today, but Dave, look, regardless of the result, it, it's always good to see you, speak to you, man. Um, not the best day. No, really, really not. Um, you know the injuries. The the injuries are really stacking up now. You know Minka went off injured. Uh, obviously Kenny's. You know his is having issues with his ribs. Um, I can't remember the other high profile. Deontay Johnson took another knock. So it's really, you know, I suppose you can't really feel sorry for yourself, Mick. You have to just get on with it. You know, it's it's part of football, and you, you just have to, you know, react to the injuries. And unfortunately, just on the offensive side, we we weren't able to react it and. When, for example, your your quarterback gets injured, you have to be able to rely on your own game, and we, we just, you know, it was non-existent yet again. So, not much to be positive about, but you know, we'll, we'll always try and you know pick ourselves up as suppose. I think you know, f- first off, obviously, the game against the Jags was the first game in a free game home run. So clearly, when you're playing at home, you want to use that to your advantage, and unfortunately, it's just. It just didn't happen, and I I don't think there was any point really, Dave, especially in the second and third quarter where I thought to myself like, we can come back and do this, and I think that is probably the the sort of the line for me. I was actually quite surprised sitting obviously thousands of miles away, but just seeing how bad like the the weather looked really really bad on the day, and I, like once I seen that I was like oh no here we go here we go. I was I was listening into the radio on off the ball. And yeah, look, when things happen and you just sort of have an idea that it's not going to go your way, I think that's when you sort of know. Like you mentioned there, the injury to to Mika Fitzpatrick, and I think just whenever that happened, it just sort of went, didn't it? You know, like it was hard to sort of see where the team could go from there. And I think it sort of just collectively started going down a little bit from there. You know, it was a non-contact injury, and you sort of have to hope that, you know, at the time of recording, we're recording immediately after the game. I guess first off, Dave, we hope that he's okay, and I guess we'll see now over the next few days what happens to him. But you know, a non-contact injury deemed out very quickly after a non-contact injury, it would potentially raise his participation into doubt for a very short week coming up against the Titans in Thursday Night Football. Yeah, um, but we, as of yet, we're, we're we're yet to know about the. Um... You know, severity of the injury. Hopefully, it's not too bad. I mean, it's not his first knock this season. Um, and as you say, you know, we've we've got a big prime time game coming up on Thursday night. So, and obviously, we've got the Packers in a couple of weeks as well. We've got two home games now that I I, I don't know don't know about you, Mick, but I think it's 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 must win both games. Obviously, the main thing is, you know, with with the actual, if we look back on the game, I thought we were pretty competitive throughout. Um, and the the injury to Kenny just sort of stoked us a bit. Um. Like we were able to march up the field and score uh, with with um oh god I can't even remember who it was now uh but yeah obviously the defense came in with with some key players as well but um the the ob- the objective you know now has to be to go back and be able to bounce back with, with a win on, on Thursday night against the Titans who I think they actually came off a, did they get a beat at the end by the Falcons so you know we can maybe just um see if we can just sit back. You know, sort of reevaluate. You know the injuries. Maybe you know with the key positions. Hopefully, there's not too many. 
and um you know get ready for thursday night you know it's 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 just one of those sundays where you just have to sort of give your hands your your tip your hats to the jags i mean travis etn was was fantastic trevor lawrence pretty pretty you know he wasn't outstanding but he didn't really have to be at the same time and you know evan ingram was an absolute pain on our side as well so you have to tip your hat off to them and just you know we have to just reevaluate and hopefully we're gonna bounce back over win next week and a short week as well i guess before we go into like a little bit more sort of thought and detail on it let's firstly hear from tj watt and a guy that came in during the game miss trubisky What is the effect of losing him so early in the game? Uh, yeah, I mean, anytime you lose an all-pro player, a guy who uh, is a leader in the back end, a leader of the defense, uh, it, it's a big blow, but it's a, it's one that we have to be able to manage, uh, whether it's with one guy, whether it's with two or three guys, but we always preach the next man up mentality, and um, everybody's in the meetings, everybody's at practice, so it's all about the next man and what he's able to do and um, fill in that spot. And you what happened on the long touchdown? Did you, any of your vantage point, was there a breakdown? I don't know. I have to watch the film before I give any breakdown. Did you guys think coming into it that Ingram was going to be a big part of their game plan, or maybe was that just them taking advantage of where you guys were? I mean, we knew he was a great pass catcher. I mean, uh, we respected him coming into the game, but uh, weren't able to stop him today. Just a level of frustration with when calls are happening and things that are maybe outside of your control, especially when the defense kind of does its job. How do you, how do you deal with that? And how do you move forward? Continue to try to do my job and job is to go out there and play solid defense, uh, try to deliver the ball, uh, try to get off the field as quickly as possible, try to flip field position and uh, don't have time to look around and point blame. Uh, none of us are playing the way that we should right now. Didn't cause it to absorb and kind of move on from a, a loss like this on a short week. I mean, there's no time to sit and sulk. We have a game on Thursday, so that's I mean that's part of the beauty of the NFL, and uh, we have to move past it. But at the same time, we also can't just can it. We have to look at the film and learn from it. Uh, you were going to start the second half, and how did it gonna go, go the whole way, or what was the deal? Uh, we were still going through that at halftime. I was preparing like I was. I mean, I was ready to go in. Um, and they were trying to figure out if he could go, and then he couldn't, so I was in. So that's how, that's pretty much how it went, so. Talk, talk about the momentum you guys gained on that touchdown drive and, and that touchdown to Jordan. Yeah, we had one good drive. We were executing well. We were able to stay balanced, um, and we went down and, and, and finished in the end zone. George made a great play. We protected well that drive um, and finished with six, so. Um, it was a good drive, and those are the type of drives we've got to have more of just to be a more consistent offense. What happened on the interception when you're down seven? Yeah, forced the throw on my part, trying to make a play downfield. Um, they were playing a lot of two second half, us playing behind. We need to push the ball downfield a little bit, clouding the George a lot. That one was specifically was invert. I was trying to get the ball to A-Rob. Um, it, it was a force, good play by them. So that, that's on me. I got to be better. Um, just take what they give me, uh, especially with us only being down seven at that point. Uh, I should have probably checked it down um, and, and hopefully move on from there. When the offense has been struggling, that is there a, uh, a desire maybe to try to get things back quickly? 
Forcing a throw? Absolutely. I mean, I, I got to be smarter. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm out there trying to win the game, right? So we're not just trying to um, run the ball or, or check it down every time. It, that was a force on my part, but I wanted to come in and try to make plays for this offense. Maybe on that instance was doing too much, and that's where you get in trouble. But uh, I wanted to push the ball downfield, and that was the wrong thing to do on that play. So got to learn from it. Mitch, as a whole, why has the offense been so inconsistent? Uh, execution. We just got to be better executing our plays, getting everybody on the same page, and, and staying balanced as an offense. You guys How have... tough is it to kind of put this game away and get ready for Thursday, especially knowing that Kenny's status is a little bit up in the air right now? Yeah, just got to prepare on a short week. Um, that's the job. So we, we play on Thursday. Sometimes that's a positive thing because you get to flush this game quickly, um, get that taste out of our mouth, and just get back uh, uh, to the game on Thursday. So we got to flush it, um, and everybody's got to prepare and get ready to go for Thursday night. I mean, you guys have hung around in some games and, and won with, with like some late drives. Is today's game an example of like why that's not always like a sustainable blueprint? Yeah, I don't know because we were down by two scores late, late in the fourth quarter. So maybe if I don't turn the ball over, it's a little closer. Defense played really well again. We just got to be more consistent on offense um, and, and just continue to go out there, execute, and make plays. So uh, we had one good drive. We went down and scored. It's got to be more consistent than that. Um, and we got to pull together and flush this one and go get one on a short week. Did you watch Kenny at all? And when you tried to warm up, were you talking to him? Was it clear to you? I'm sorry? Clarity? Were you watching Kenny at all or talking to him, communicating with him? Was it clear to you that he just wasn't going to be able to do it? Yeah, I mean, he, Kenny knows his body better than anybody. So he tried to go out there and, and throw. And if, if he didn't feel like he was 100%, he shouldn't put himself in that position. And same with the, all the trainers and, and coaches. So um, it, I feel like they made the right choice by protecting him and him, him protecting himself. So um, it, ho hopefully he's OK, and we'll see where, where he's at. Mitch, I know you, Kenny was still in the game at the end of the first half when there were a lot of different officiating calls. It seemed like maybe there was some inconsistency. How much confusion were some of those calls causing? I mean, what, what were some of the discussions you guys were having? Yeah, for me, I'm just focused on like whether I was going in or not. Um, and I, I'm not really too concerned with the officiating. For me, it's like us just executing, guys being on the same page. And no matter if the call was for us or against us, we got to uh, be on the same page of what the down and distance is so we don't have confusion and communication on our part. So I think that's, uh, that's something we can get better at, just communicating where we're at um, on the field, down in distance, and getting the right guys in, in the huddle so we could operate faster. You had the one touchdown pass to George, but what were they doing to take pickets away from the guys offensively? Yeah, they were just playing cover two to his side, clouding them, um, taking away the downfield stuff. So we got to figure out ways to continue to get him the ball. And on that instance, they blitzed to that side, and he had a one-on-one -on -one matchup. He, he won on a slant and made an incredible play, jumping over that safety and getting in the end zone. So uh, that's the type of player he is, and we know that. We've got to find ways to get him the ball within this offense, but also staying balanced and, um, and leaning on this run game and, and those guys up front. You had a good report with Deontay on that one drive. Was that a byproduct of George being covered so much? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're double-teaming the Georgia side. Uh, Deontay is going to get some more one-on-ones, and, and that's going to benefit him. Hearing from Mr. Bisky there, Dave, it's, it's, it's interesting. Obviously, we, we see Kenny go out with a rib injury, and I don't think, it, look, at the end of the day, nobody ever wants to see your quarterback go out. At the time, Kenny was 10, 10 and 16, 73 yards. Mitch came in 15 and 27, 130-odd yards, one touchdown with two interceptions. Just not the day that we would have wanted on the offense. Was there any positives that you took from the offense on the day at all? Obviously, very difficult to see any positives when there's no run game there, especially when there was no sort of sort of share between Warren and Harris because Jacksonville sort of had a down on the stretch. But 
to see Deontay Johnson have a few plays where, where he played well and got some good catches was good. Uh, George Pickens had a good reception. I think it was towards the end of the third quarter, but it was quite limited. But there were some signs of uh, little progress, especially when you throw Mitch into the game at a certain point. Yeah, you know, it's it's not all doom and gloom. You know, at the same time, you, you don't want to be relying on your backup quarterback. You know, it's just one of those things where quarterback injuries are so... They can be just so hurtful to your franchise. And it's just one of those where Mitchell Nariski is not coming in expecting to play, but he has to be ready. I mean, we were able to sort of... We had a big stop in defense. I think TJ Watts sacked Lawrence, put him at a field goal position. We forced him to punt and Mitchell Nariski just threw... You know, I don't really want to use you know any any negative pronouns here, like, but he, he just threw it. It was a really a, a reckless interception, and yeah. from that moment on, I just think it was just, it was too much for the defense to hold up. You know, it's and um, that was straight after as well. You know, we, we scored a touchdown as well, so you know there is some positives. You know, George Pickens, you mentioned he, he didn't have a catch for it the first three quarter. Well, I think it was like his first reception was halfway through the third quarter, but um, and he was done. You know, if, if you remember the one at, at the sideline where. He, he just about missed out on the, on keeping his toes in bounds as well. So there's always going to be positives, of course. You know, we still have a really good, you know, you know, Deontay Johnson as well was had a good game. We still have a very good, you know, receiving core there. And at the minute, it's just really how we can improve the running game. Because as you say, when there's injuries happening to your key players, you know, both on offense and defense, you have to be able to rely on the run game. And it's just not something we can do at the minute. So. Everybody has to sort of look at themselves, take responsibility, and and hopefully you know give us a good uh, out next Thursday. Where, in my opinion, them two games are now have to be won. Simple as that. I, I look. I, I guess. I guess the thing as well, Dave, is you know we're not going to cover the cracks here. The Steelers have high expectations for every player on that team. You know, high expectations in terms of having a good having good flu, flu, fluidity in offense. And when you look around the league today, there there were quarterbacks. There were certain players that just played really well, and we just did not have that today. And there will be a high expectation on this team, obviously, at all times. But clearly, going in the Thursday night, there is, you know, I think you know Pittsburgh, Ireland, everybody now expects they're coming up against a Titans team. And you know, look, we will talk about this in a second. But will Levis four touchdowns on his on his first start in the NFL? And you know, I feel for Kenny because he was off injured and. You've now got social media talking. You, you you've now got different people talking around. Well, well, that's not good enough. His performance isn't good enough. I think when you're talking around, and I, I I appreciate what you're saying. I think when you come out of a game, the initial thought is to just talk, 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 talk. I think we need to you know, step back, and this is for everyone. Take a second and just breathe over the next couple of days, and we will see long term what happens here. But certainly. I just hope that these guys can get going Thursday night. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's hear from Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin after the loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. A disappointing result for us. Um, didn't do enough over the course of the 60 minutes to secure victory. Um, thought we were closing the distance in the second half. Uh, got a, had a miscommunication and gave up a, a long score. Um, we turned the ball over on the other side, and you're not going to close distance and finish ball games, you know, giving up chunk plays and, and turning the ball over. Um, and so, you know, that was a major component of it. From an injury perspective, uh, Minka uh, has a hamstring, uh, wasn't able to return. Uh, Kenny had a rib injury, wasn't able to return. 
had some other bumps and bruises, but I think everybody else returned. Deontay returned. Dan Moore uh, returned. Um, we don't have a lot of time to absorb the result of this. we got a short week, um, and so we'll do so quickly and quickly turn our attentions and planning toward Tennessee. Um, as unfortunate as the outcome of this game is, man, it is, it is final, and, and we better uh, turn our attention toward the next opportunity on a short week, and those are our intentions. Questions? Kenny, uh, Mike, any uh, idea how bad Kenny's hurt or he could go forward? I, I don't have any understanding of that, no. What was your under at halftime? They said he was going to come back, and then he comes out and warms up, and then he doesn't. What I, I don't know who they was. Um, I didn't say that. Mike, on the long score, were you out leveraged on that side? What happened? He had a miscommunication. Kenny did come out and warm up. He was throwing on the sideline in the second half. Did he report additional pain that made him unable to go? Him back? warming up is not reflective of, of intentions. Mike, what led to those first half struggles offensively? You know, we missed a big play down the middle early. We missed another. You know, um, you know, corner out early. Um, you know, we just got to execute better at the early portions of football games, obviously. How much do those early three and outs set the, the, the tone, including having your defense? The, the early you? portions of the game doesn't decide the outcome. Um, it doesn't. It, 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 it usually doesn't. It didn't today. Um, obviously, you want more fluid starts, but it didn't determine the outcome of the game. Um, as I mentioned, I thought the critical things were the things that transpired in the second half, uh, the long score, the, the, the turnover, things you can't do um, as you're leaning in on, on the last portion of a football game. Mike, losing Minga, how much did that affect what you guys were able to do defensively in that? Um, it didn't schematically. Obviously, he's a quality player, uh, but I don't know that it reduced us schematically in any way. Coach, do you think that if he, if uh, Richard exhibits just a little bit more patience, maybe on the turnover, because he has some people that were open short that may have resulted in a different outcome? You know, I might have a different perspective after I review it, um, but, you know, it wasn't the case, you know, um, as it unfolded. Mike, what did they tell you on the offsides call, and what was the impact of losing those three points? Um, you know, I didn't get a lot of dialogue. You know, I hadn't seen that called in 17 years of standing on sidelines. Offsides, aligned offsides on a, on a guard on a field goal protection. And so, you know, it didn't matter what they said. I just, I've never seen that. And that was Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin after the Steelers fall to a 20 to 10 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that we've seen Dave obviously play in the UK over the last few weeks. And Jags are really, really starting to perform this season. But at the same time, we, we expect and we, and we want the Steelers to win a game regardless of their opponent. In terms um, of the day itself, you know, We've seen Presley Harvin, the guy we had in the podcast, have a decent day. And Kazee ha had the interception as well. So, look, it's not all doom and gloom, but I guess you have to take small wins on a day like this, especially when there's a loss. Yeah, you know, it, 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 uh, like I said, Mike, um, it's not it's not all doom and gloom. We still have players on the defensive side that's going to be able to make plays, and uh, Kazee was able to, to prove that today. Um, as I said, but Presley Harvin, you know, it, he's a guy we've, we've spoken to earlier in the year, and he was obviously optimistic about the season and stuff, and it's, it's good to see him having a, a good day on the special teams. But, um, you know, just coming back on the injuries as well, it maybe now forces us having to go out and maybe look at the trade deadline next week and maybe try to pick up a piece in the secondary because um, of, obviously, the injury to Minka. So we'll see how that goes. Um, hopefully, that you know, we're, we're on to that and um, we can we can react, come back with a win. You know, we're, I'm just sort of looking at the Titans here, their box score against the... 
the Falcons. A lot of people expected the, uh, the Titans to be to be tanking of some sort, but you know it just proves the teams in the NFL they just don't tank. You know they all play for each other, and it's just not going to happen. So we're coming in here next week. It's going to be a very very difficult game. Will Lavis, as you say, have four touchdowns on his on his NFL start, so first NFL start. So it's going to be tough. You know, at, at defensively they looked pretty good as well, and let's just hope Kenny's going to be available. You know. Everybody thought originally when he got injured against uh, Houston a couple of weeks ago, everybody thought he was going to be out for majority of the season. And now it looks like, or obviously he, he, bounced, he was able to bounce back next week against the Ravens and give us a win. So let's hope this this isn't um, as serious as we you know initially think. And he's able to bounce back and we're, we're, before you know it, next Thursday night we're all set to, to, to get back in the winning road. Yeah, the Steelers will play the Titans Thursday night football. That game is not just on off the ball, but it will be on. NFL game pass, but also in Sky Sports in Ireland, so you'll be able to watch that, folks, both north and south of the border. I would say just just first off, Dave, on what you said there, like coming past this week, still have a positive record. We're still over five hundred. Yes, you know we seen the Titans with, with Will Levis on Sunday, but you know there was a lot of sort of rumors and talk that they were going to shop Derrick Henry. Now our understanding is, and just sort of the discourse from the league is, you know they're not actively shopping him. But they will certainly listen to offers. It's going to be a very interesting week for every team involved with the trade deadline. With the trade deadline, and then when you have those question marks around, you know this Steelers team is going to have what twenty four hours off, and then it's it's going to be just be difficult to see certain guys come back in. I guess right now, you know, you want to see Kenny come in Thursday night, but more so, Dave, you want to see this team sort of get back because the 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 possibility of going five and three on Thursday night can really change the situation that they're in now. Like, if they had won, obviously, on Sunday, they could have went 5-2. Completely different situation. But to win on Thursday on prime time, I think that changes completely changes the narrative. Man. Yeah, it's... Like, as I say, you know, it's not time to burn down the house yet. You know, we've still got a lot of games to go. We're still over 500, like you say. Um... And you know what? We've got two home games now that we have the opportunity to set things right. You know, against teams that arguably, you know, they're not they're not playoff teams. I mean, Tennessee's okay. Yeah, they've had a good game today. Probably suits us now that they've had a good game because there's always the potential of maybe a bad one. Um, and then obviously you have Green Bay the next week, who just lethargically do not look like a good team. I mean, they were able to maybe put a glove on it on the Vikings, but apart from that, you know, they're just not. They don't seem up to scratch with Jordan Love. So, um. It's just one of those where, look, we're going to have to, you know, review the game, see where we can obviously improve. There's obviously a lot of places where we need to improve. Um, but obviously, say, you know, I've every, you know, I trust that, you know, the coaching staff will will be able to water the guys down and just hopefully we'll we'll be able to come back on on Thursday night, you know, with with a win just for everybody. So, um, like you say, we're still over five hundred. Maybe not major time to panic. Of course, you know, things could have been better, but. At the same time, you know, we've got to just keep our heads held high and um, trust that, you know, people are going to set it right. You're the patient of the saint, my friend. You do. Uh, the, I know look, Jimmy, I know Jimmy may, mightn't be, Jimmy's probably listening to this, tearing his hair out, but yeah, I, I, I know. But, <laughs> I could just imagine him right now, he'll just be, you know, he'll be livid, but um, I feel you, Jim. I, I really do. <laughs> well, look, I mean, the standard is a standard and it starts as far as that again. And I, I know that everyone will expect we, we certainly expect and um, ending the podcast on a positive note we're a few weeks out from this watch party in Dublin we expect 
some form of news to come this week. So keep keep the eyes open, keep the ears open, keep the ears prickling up. Some interesting news could come very, very soon. Some really, really cool news. And that might link into our next podcast before Thursday Night Football. But I, I'm hoping, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, that we're going to go out on Thursday night and really put on performance under the lights and show the league that this Pittsburgh team with its great defence and young, fluid offence can really rewrite the wrongs from Sunday. So let's see. I would say, folks, if you have any questions, if you have any opinions, if you do want to get in touch with us, please use the hashtag Steelers Ireland with some questions or comments on the game on Sunday against Jaguars or just in general. Please let us know. Have you any final words, Dave? Um, yeah, not not really. You know, it's it's just important that we do end on a positive note. You know, things can always be better, and um, you know, just uh, it's 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 just one of those things where we just have to you know dust ourselves down and, and get on with it. You know, you're only as good as your last game, as you know, Mick, and you know, hopefully our next game is going to be our best of the season. So we're going to need a good performance. Also, just uh, I want to shout out uh, my cousin, Brenton Scanlon, who is a big Panthers fan. Congratulations on their first win of the season this year. <laughs> so uh, he was he was considering trading to the Steelers ever since, you know, the, the, the marketing rights were um, were were, uh, were a nice spot. He's, 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 um, I think he'll stick with the Panthers for another while. So yeah, shout out to him. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know it was the NFL Global Markets game as well because the Jags and the Steelers both. And I have to say, I know I've seen the Jags put up a thing of George Pickens with the Jags celebrating. And I tell you what, we're, we're going to get them back for that after that. So uh, all playful fun on social media on Sunday. But look, the result just didn't go our way. And we hope now two massive, massive games at home against two teams that I really feel, and I know you feel as well, Dave, that we should be taken care of and it's a big it's a big couple of weeks standard as a standard and we will see what happens and, and really re- regroup and take it from there uh, for now this has been the Irish Steelers podcast thank you for listening to us on this Monday morning we hope you've brightened up your morning a little bit after the disappointing day yesterday we'll chat to you soon here we go